pro wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back to That Wrestling Podcast. I am Jason Marchuka. Brian's here, Joe's here, and Kevin has taken the crown of Peckerhead of the Week uh, because he <laughs> is not here this week. As always, we start the show with everybody's favorite, America's favorite, the world's favorite podcast, Benchmark. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? You know the drill by now. It's a pro wrestling podcast. If you're listening to this, 97.7% chance you're wearing a pro wrestling t-shirt. And uh, they are mandatory. It is the dress code here. And I am wearing the brand new That Wrestling Podcast Bruised Next t-shirt, which you can get at whatamaneuver.net. Search That Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they just came out. I'm so impressed and so happy that it looks like a real beer label. Like, if we could get stickers and put these on beers, it would look legit. And I'm not saying I haven't already got that in the works, but that's besides the point. <laughs> now uh, we need so our own brewery. <laughs> yes. And yeah. That would so, make uh, us too legit. <laughs> oh, 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 man. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Uh, you did. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm wearing the Bruise Next t-shirt. Brian, what do you have? Well, just like this guy, you know, if you listen to me, you go straight to the top. You don't listen to me. You're never heard from again. That's why Kevin's not here. I got the classic Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, okay. The Brain. The Brain. And uh, Joe, what do you got? I'm going all elite this week. I got my AEW John Moxley shirt with the logo that is spray painted Mox in front of the logo. Like, I think that's like his first shirt. So. It's good. Uh, and it's very comfortable. I got to say, uh, the all elite shirts are just so much, so comfortable. Would you I say need to they buy are... more of them? Yes, you do. And there's probably a July 4th sale coming. So, uh, and that is not on me, Joe's wife. He said it himself. Um, For the comfort level. Yes, comfort level indeed. Uh, so you mentioned all elite wrestling. Last Friday, they were yeah. on again. And uh, Andrade. El Idolo became all elite. Unfortunately, the crowd was shit, and he was introduced by Vicky Guerrero. The crowd did nothing. And uh, Joe, is it stereotypical to have Vicky Guerrero introduce him to the AEW audience? Uh, I was torn on that one. Yes and no. It's... It's not stereotypical because we know he will need someone good as his manager. The problem is Vicky just takes too much of it. And mm -hmm. it's like she just has to still do her excuse me. And it's like, I love Vicky and all, but I thought she, come with her coming out, interrupting Mark Henry with his first time speaking to uh, the Dynamite crowd, you were just going, okay, something's happening. And then when he came out, I popped at home. Yeah, I, I yelled no one too. Else I thought did. it was awesome. And then I just, right after it happened, I said, uh, Vicky ruined it. I didn't yeah. even need to hear the reviews. I'm like, Vicky ruined it. He could have been. C. And, C. and that was my, my response was, see, did Vicky ruin this? See. So now, I thought it was stereotypical a little bit, but not too much. Hey, Brian, do you think that uh, this should have been a pay-per-view surprise? Or do you think TNT said, hey, you're bringing this guy in. It's got to be on our TV. 
Mm, that's a great question. I think it's definitely pay-per-view worthy. And I guess I can see from TNT's logic that they're on this, this wacky Friday, 10 o'clock time while the NBA playoffs are on that, you know, you throw that on there like, Oh, I, I gotta, you know, I think, I think Kevin said, I forgot dynamite was on. And I think that's a, what's happening to a lot of people right now in these next past week or two and the next couple of weeks that they're uh, off the Wednesday slot. So yeah, it's pay-per-view worthy to me. Um, I was fine with the Vicky pairing though, because I mean, she, he doesn't have an amazing, um, amazing grasp of English. You know, he's, he has uh, very limited promo skills for English. So I'm like, all right, yeah, Vicky's the talker for him. So I wasn't as upset about it as, as you two guys were. Yeah. I just, I found it a little, I, I mean, I guess stereotypical is the yeah, word, that's, but that's fine. Um, and yeah, he is not the greatest talker, but you know, his, his in-ring work, a lot of people think he's like top five talent in the world. Now, granted, yeah. we didn't get to see a lot of that in uh, NXT and WWE. I do feel that his uh, pairing with Zelina Vega in NXT took him to the next level. Yes. And then the, the feud he had with Aleister Black was, was a pretty great, um, you know, took him to that level. He was the party boy. And then Zelina came and just whipped everybody's ass into shape. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I would imagine that he will be in the ring sooner or later. And I do feel that out of the first year and a half of AEW, Andrade will be the most profitable or the, the biggest deal as far as the signings. You know, Christian, Matt Hardy, Big Show. Oh, yeah. Mark, I think Andrade is going to be the guy if, so, you, if you want to throw Miro in there though uh, there might, yeah, there might well, be some back well, and forth he's on quite the, a tear the Miro that we've gotten for the last three weeks right right not the initial one, there's one other thing that kind of ru that yeah. ruined the uh Andrade thing for the home audience and that was J your buddy good old JR uh, what's his name oh uh, you're gonna help to have to help me out with that Trevani and that like way to put no. the new talent over you don't even know his first name didn't yeah. even bother pronouncing his last name and then said you're gonna have to help me about that but he's a he's a good talent oh man at this point I think he's doing that on purpose you think Just to mess okay. with you. um he's tired of everybody bitching about him fucking up the names and I would not be surprised if that's uh and JR's petty that's Oklahoma petty trolling at its uh finest yeah. and speaking of trolling the newest biggest internet troll is one Zach Ryder uh that's he yeah yeah I know that <laughs> whatever his name is Zach right. Ryder Z A C H Ryder what um, <laughs> what? Oh no! I got the Moxley with the no! You jerk! I love the GCU GCW universe. <laughs> <laughs> so last week at the well, let's go back a few weeks on this show. I said there was this Twitter thing going on about Zack Ryder and Nick Gage. You know, you guys pretty much got introduced to Nick Gage on Dark Side of the Ring. And, you know, ever since he's become like a cult hero, kind of like Walter to us. Uh, and, and of course, I was like, please let 
Zack Ryder and Nick Gage do this. But I never really thought it was going to happen. So GCW did their Zombie Walker event last week. And after Nick Gage's match, a hooded figure jumped into the ring. Now, a lot of people assumed it was John Moxley because Mox has been showing up at some of these GCW events, setting up uh, a big match with Nick Gage. I thought he would show up at the pay-per-view last week, and it didn't happen. But, uh, you know, the guy jumped in the ring. He did the, I don't even know what kind of dance move you call that. And then the Mox. Uh, hit the, the, the Mox strut. Yeah. The paradigm shift. And then when he pulled the mask off, it was not John Moxley. It was Zack Ryder. Um, Brian, go right ahead. I know <laughs> we were t- we were back and forth, and I'm like, you know what? Let's just save it for the show. Go yeah. right ahead. Take so it. I love this because I, I feel like we talked about this before that when he showed up in AEW and then he showed up in Impact, and it's just been kind of the same I'm always ready and I'm the toy guy. And I'm like, I, I need something new. And this appearance entering this world of death matches and glass and blood. We've never seen this from him before. And the fact that he's, he's now playing up the heel outsider of like the corporate WWE world. All his tweets are like the GCW universe. <laughs> um, somebody said, so I, it'll be what him and, and Nick Gage in I think early July for the, for the title. And somebody, he, he copied a tweet. Somebody was like, if, if you know, Matt Cardona, Zach Ryder leaves Atlantic city with the belt, he's going to have a problem. And he put like, it's a title or I missed that one. I, uh, I think I came out today. Uh, on Thursday. He, had, he, had an, he had another one too, where, uh, Oh, I can't wait for Nick Gates to put you in a hospital. He's like, don't you mean a local medical facility? I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> right. All those WWE S terms, like that is going to garner him so much heel heat with that oh. crowd and that audience. So w- will he, you know, deliver in the ring? That's the big question. We'll have to see if he really takes it up to that level, but for a, a shock and a surprise, I am all in. And the thing is, Nick Gage was calling him out for the day before because GCW had a show the day before, but Zack Ryder was in Chicago and he couldn't make it to, I guess, Atlantic City. And uh, yeah, I, I, nobody saw it coming. I don't care who you say you are. If you say that you saw that coming, you didn't. Uh, but for me, I am having a hard time justifying it and believing it because yes, I know it's pro wrestling. I know it's a work, but like Zack Ryder saying the word fuck is like when a child <laughs> learns it for the first time, every, yeah. it just doesn't work. And then, uh, yes, uh, Wednesday he was on busted open and you know, he was talking about how he's an ECW original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. that's so great yes yes so yes this is troll level right. 1000 and for for you joe we'll start with you will you buy the pay-per-view on fight tv when it happens and they're I, only like 12 dollars. they're not expensive but you're such a huge fan you're wearing the fucking headband you mark well i 
I got the headband on purpose because I did set up the Moxley shirt quite wonderfully because you thought I was going all Mox and I had to, I'm taking this headband off now. I'm sorry. Good idea. But, um, I, it was all set up for that. I am conflicted because I've never like bought any of these uh, death match stuff. Not my style of thing, but he's playing it so well. And you said when it happened, you were like, Oh, I'm pissed. This is a work. It kind of takes away. I'm like, haven't we been saying that we need to be surprised more often? I no know. One predicted I, this, but you know why you said it is because he got you. He, he got did. you, and you I, and you don't and you don't like Matt Cardona. Zach, at Zach all. Ryder, man, he just yeah. uh, you Zach, don't like Z- him. Z A C H Ryder does not do it for me. I, and I, uh, I loved it. I love the uh, fact that he had the balls to do it. I love the fact that he uh, is trolling the crowd oh, so well so well and i did here's the thing i didn't think he had it in him right i did not when was the last time he was healed the last time he was healed he was with like what Edge mendez and right they right. were they were just basically annoying uh jersey shore wannabes and that was it yeah oh i don't this one is, that, so. this one is like next level heel stuff and i it gotta is. say bravo and you're right joe i got got I mean, he 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 hooked me. No, now, I just uh, I, I and yes, we want to see new things. We want to see fresh things. We want to see surprises, and surprisingly, this is it. So, uh, Zach Ryder uh, got me. Jay, in those, in those moments of the back and forth of you having those moments, this is the tweet that I thought of. <laughs> Oh, it's you, from Hulk Hogan. It says, good night, Hulkamaniacs, and jabroni marks without a life that don't know it'll work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot bar. It's like, hey, that's you right now. Come on. I, I, I did. I, I'm, and I'm, I'm, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. I, I, but I really feel like, you know, when ECW One Night Stand, the big sign, if Cena wins, we riot. If Zack Ryder wins the GCW title, they're legit might be like, <laughs> right. these aren't, these aren't your normal fans. Like Ryder may have to legit punch and kick fans to get out of there. So uh, well, I'm not was- a GCW expert by any means, but I, I've, I've watched a bunch of the shows. I, I think that the athletes that work there are outstanding and amazing and do stuff that I could never imagine. Hell I stumped my toe and I'm like, down for like three hours these guys are going through <laughs> windows of glass going through light tubes and, and, and all the other shit so uh joe we'll give you the last word on zach rider and uh well, I, ECW. I thought it was fun i thought it was funny uh yesterday he was uh stuck in an airport and he always does on twitter okay ask me anything and just he's got way more comments than normal i'd say look it up because it's a great read because a lot of the gcw fans are totally trolling him and one of them's like uh, dear Zach, F you. Sincerely, the GCW universe. <laughs> dear Zach, I hope you die. Sincere, like they're, you they're can swear like, here. Well, I don't. But the thing is, it's like so. I'm not GCW. Sorry, but uh, I love the fact that he's still doing his typical Twitter stuff, and the GCW universe is what I'm going to call him. They'll kill me. Uh, they're they're trolling him big time on his Twitter feed, and it's working. Yeah, and I think Joe, honestly, for you, Brian, probably Kevin, 
when the pro wrestling tees 4th of July sale comes, I guarantee there is some sort of uh, Zack Ryder GCW deathmatch related shirt um, other than major Detolf collector, which right. when they have this match, I hope there is a Detolf involved. And if uh, you're listening and you don't know what a Detolf is, that is the Ikea glass bookshelf that uh, because of the major wrestling figure podcast, I believe stock in Ikea has gone through the roof and those things are impossible to find because all the collectors are buying them for their collection. So uh, look up Ikea Detolf and uh, hopefully we'll see Zack Ryder going through one uh, in July. So the last couple documentary weeks, I haven't really watched anything, but I did watch the Bret Hart documentary. And nothing really surprising. I think we've all talked about that every time for these. Uh, the one thing I was surprised about, he has a daughter named Beans. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Kevin is the Bret Hart fan, but of course, the one week I'm sure he would have talked and talked and talked, he's not here. Um, what do you guys think of Bret Hart, Brian? Um, well, I, I like the the beginning half, talking about the childhood, the fact that they added in the animation. Uh, mm -hmm. Those are fun. You know, it's like wasn't old, that from Storytime? Wasn't if, those are yeah, wasn't already done? I don't know if it was taken from Storytime and put there, but that was the exact same style that I thought of. And it just, it just made those lines funnier of like, I thought every family had a bear in their backyard or <laughs> under their oh, house. Oh, under the porch. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it made for those things that are funny. Um, so yeah, that, that was good. And um, most of it else was fine. Nothing too groundbreaking. Um, you know, you kind of, for me, it was kind of like a reminder of like, man, he's, he has had some tough stuff between, you know, his stroke and, a divorce, of course, losing Owen, the screw job. That's a lot. I'm glad to see that he's come out from the other side. The one thing that, you know, that maybe I could figure that the WWE editorial uh, got to it was it was interesting that they kind of went from Brett won the title from Ric Flair and then they kind of skipped to the brother versus brother and they didn't do anything about WrestleMania 9 and Hulk stealing the belt from yokozuna and that whole thing and i'm i know you know you just know that brett was like yeah that sucks so bad so i, I was a little surprised they omitted that uh, but it was good it was a good watch he's he's had quite the life joe uh i enjoyed it nothing new i i really do believe the two animations at the beginning were straight out of uh story time because i remember the natalia one talking about stew wrestling the guys in the basement yeah but this is what i got out of it what i got out of it was basically what i got from my read his book as well he respected the business so much that he treated it like it was real so he really felt like he was the best so when he was a champion he felt like he was like you know he had to defend that championship's honor and he was really all about the honor and he really is still to this day i'm just glad that I'm kind of glad they didn't bring up the Hogan stuff, Brian. You said you were, what? oh, they skipped it. He had enough drama in that uh, series where we didn't need the Hogan uh, WrestleMania 9 or the Hogan SummerSlam match that never happened or the Hogan WCW burial. All we needed, we had the Sean part. Sean took his part. We had the Triple H part. We had everything in there that we needed. 
and we had his closure. I thought it was a good series, but it was nothing new. Uh, I did not watch the Jake Dark Side of the Ring tonight as we're recording this. It is Dynamite Kid. I really feel like I will watch that one. Um, I love the British Bulldogs as a kid, and I know we've talked on uh, the merchandise episode. My first wrestling T-shirt was the uh, British Bulldogs baseball-style shirt that I got at Closed Circuit WrestleMania three at the Palace Theater in <laughs> Greensburg. Um, Monday Night Raw. Now, Joe, you've I believe the tweet you sent was raw was trash. I disagree. Simplified. I, I disagree. Look, raw is never going to be what it used to be. I thought it was okay. Um, I wish Kevin was here because he loved the tag team battle Royal at the beginning or the elimination match or whatever it was. Um, I don't even remember who won. War Raiders. The Viking oh. Raiders. Viking okay. Raiders. The Viking yes. Raiders. War Machine from Ring yes. of Honor. Okay, yes. I like that. I did too. Um, okay, that's a good That's a good start. Mm-hmm. And Bing. having it first, I thought was interesting. You know, that, I thought that would have that, been, I thought that would, well, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, it probably should have been the last segment of the show, but we'll get into that. Um, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm tempted to buy an RK Bro t-shirt. I love it. You know, this week, Randy shushing Riddle. Riddle locking up the mouth, handing him the key, and Randy put the key in the boots. Like, <laughs> who would have thought Randy Orton would be doing that at right. this time? Now, one thing I thought the most interesting was the – Matt Riddle wanting to go to Burger King so much. And uh, obviously, if you've been following uh, Burger King on social media, I'm not going to get all into it because, you know, we're, um, this is a wrestling podcast. But Burger King essentially went after Chick-fil-A for being closed on Sundays. And I thought maybe the Riddle thing was a tie-in of some, you know, so, but um, Burger King is donating 40 cents from every – uh, one of their chicken sandwich uh, sold through June 20th. Chicken is their chicken sandwich. Uh, I worked at Burger King in high school. It was called the chicken sandwich. So, uh, and then uh, 40 cents of every chicken sandwich through June 20th will go to the human rights campaign with a max donation of $250,000, even on Sundays. Now, uh, when I sent the lineup for the show, Brian, you didn't know anything about it until I sent you the tweet and, uh, I, I I know I just said we're not going to get to it. What do you think of the tweet? I mean, that's that's a, we, we've been talking about trolling the whole show. <laughs> Burger yeah. King trolling Chick Fil A. Shots fired, and and I had to get clarification from you because um, it was like in the notes, like uh, the chicken wars. I'm like, is this, is this the chicken wars we're talking about here? And <laughs> you confirmed it is, and that kind of got me thinking. I was like, well, let's see if two restaurants are doing chicken sandwiches and they're competing against each other. And that's the chicken wars. What would two wrestling programs on a Wednesday be head to head? Would those be considered the Wednesday night wars? It's not a war. It's not a war. It's not a war. Such a great point, Brian. Bravo. Brian, Thank you're you. wrong, Joe. You're wrong, Kevin. Welcome to the round. And it was tonic. Oh, he's in his car. Okay. <laughs> He's on I'm, the road. He's working the territory. He's on the, the national territory. I, I, I am. I was uh I was in Tennessee, you know, trying to hunt down 
J E double F J A double R E double T. Now I'm back. He's not from here, but I'm in quote unquote Arn Anderson, Indiana. Ah, okay. Well, and you got a wrestling shirt on too. I did. I did. Yeah, of course he does. What are you wearing? Delayed. What are you wearing this week, Kevin? I uh in uh respect of in your house with you know two guys from the undisputed era group formerly known as undisputed era uh i had to rep the shirt I had uh, to. okay I'm excited. I'm excited for the match and in your house and i was really getting my nerd sense driving because i know I, I don't know if you guys talked about the bret hart documentary <laughs> oh my <laughs> god we just did we literally just we did. just finished it, we just <laughs> finished it. <laughs> the we sense is real was terrible we were like my, kevin kept talking trash he hated it <laughs> so real quick kevin we uh, we just started monday night raw but uh real quick thoughts on the bret hart documentary he's your guy you named your son after him what'd you think of it yeah. i those documentaries you know nothing's really new in, in any of them i i like seeing the photos that i've never seen hearing just family members because like everyone knew everything about you know the two hours of brett but just hearing his sister talk with like such admiration his daughter uh, about his daughter beans i but <laughs> I, at the end i was just like oh what's his other son blade right blade and, <laughs> i know no, dallas too oh da- yeah, okay yeah, yeah. Dallas, dallas, yeah. beans her name yeah. is beans yeah it's cool beans. she better weird. not marry frank <laughs> <laughs> By the way, nice uh, Bruce next shirt. Yeah, man. We uh, talked about it earlier. Now available on whatamaneuver.net. And, uh, you know, I know you bought yours uh, sleeveless, of course. It is the summer. Yeah. Uh, Scott Martin bought one as well. Isn't that your buddy? Nice. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Nice. It's not. I mean, fucking Alan still hasn't bought one, but uh, Scott Martin definitely came through. So we just got into Monday Night Raw, and uh, you were a big proponent for the tag team battle royal. You really enjoyed it, didn't you? It was it was fun. It was it was it was a good time. I thought AJ coming out, kind of talking trash on everyone, uh, kind of highlighted AJ a little bit. It was it was a fun match. It was good. It was a good way to kick it off, kick off the and show. And then and then we had just talked about uh, we were in the midst of chicken wars, uh, Chick Burger King going after Chick Fil A, and Rhett, Matt Riddle wanting to take Randy to Burger King on the road. Um, but and then you just chimed in. But uh, we. Uh, Skipped over the most important part of Monday Night Raw, Jimmy Smith update. Again, I feel like he belongs. He's not yeah. doing anything extra. He's not doing anything to stand out, good or bad. Uh, Brian, you're the you know you were anti Adnan before, <laughs> so uh, where are you at on Jimmy Smith week two? Well said, Jay. He's he's fitting right in. He he's not making any glaring mistakes that I've caught. His voice sounds fine with Corey and Byron. Two, it's two for two for me, man. Two for two. I mean, that's that's all you want for somebody starting off right away is not catching anything so glaring, so bad that you're like, I'm just distracted. So far, so good for me. Uh, Joe, I know you hated Monday Night Raw. Uh, trash was the uh, word you used, the adjective. Uh, did you see the MVP Kofi Kingston segment? I did. I actually, and? I I saw that. Uh, I didn't hate Monday Night Raw. You said it was said, trash. I said it wasn't good. No, you said it, it was trash. There, three hours and two things it? that I enjoyed does not make a good three-hour show. 
one of the things I did enjoy, but I hope they, I hope they don't drop the ball on it and say, Oh, well, we're not going to do anything with it. <laughs> gender Mahal coming back. Shut up. Um, <laughs> don't. But where gender, is gender? But here's the thing. That was real. And there's only all three weeks, three hours of TV. They can't fit everybody on the show, Joe. Three, no. Okay. But we get the same matches every week. <laughs> and by the way, uh, not to go off on another subject here, but since when is lasting two minutes considered a victory? I just wow. want to know. <laughs> I, at my house, it is. <laughs> I knew that. I knew I'd set one of you up. I thought it would be Kevin. My votes say yes. <laughs> Any, um, well, anyway, the uh, I back to the MVP, Kofi. It was real. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the simple fact we've all seen the video where it was MVP and Shad together and the reaction video of when yeah. Kofi won yeah. at WrestleMania. And that's what makes it so much better. If this means that it's, they're finally going to play it off that Kofi breaks away from woods and hooks up with MVP. I'm for it. If it means Kofi's going to break away from woods, not hook up with MVP and go back to being a singles wrestler. I'm for it. Yeah, man. Well, not not to making me crazy, but <laughs> what? Okay, so do we get heel Kofi? Can Kofi Kofi play a heel, Brian? Uh yeah, he could with MVP. I, I love it, and um, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm all about the receipts lately. So let's see what Joe really had to say about oh. Monday Night oh. Raw. <laughs> Raw was trash. I will not discuss on Thursday. I just saved you three hours. The texts don't lie. Um, yeah, no, listen. Uh, sorry, but um, Kofi, that was one of my biggest gripes, oh, wait, man. Brian, here you go. Here you go, then. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Joe you, is yes. done talking for the rest um, of this segment. Put it under my shirt here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jay, you were at the very first SmackDown on Fox with uh, Brock versus Kofi. Mm -hmm. And the way that transpired with the five second match and Kofi never having uh, a rematch or anything. And the fact that they just like played it off and brushed it mm -hmm. off really didn't sit well with me. That, that was because um, Kofi mania was so great. And such a great moment, and I didn't like the way it ended. I was fine with Brock winning, but making a match. Um, the fact that MVP's, br you know, bringing up those old wounds, twisting the knife a little bit about, you know, what happened with that when you lost your title. There's something there. I really hope they continue on with it because, you know, whether it's him versus MVP or he joins with MVP, that's worthy of a story right there. It'll be interesting because it was the shuck and jive comment that yeah. like flipped the switch for Kofi. And yeah. I would like to see it go that direction. But why would Kofi join up with MVP and not get a shot at the title? Because obviously, if he's MVP's guy, Lashley's MVP's guy, they're not going to fight for the title. So I wonder if maybe it's this... Fair. I don't know, man. It'll be interesting. It was a great segment. Kevin, uh, what do you think of MVP and Kofi? I just can't see Kofi going heel. I just can't right. see it. I, I just can't. I think, with, especially with going back to live crowds, they're going to want some good pancakes, pancakes just like unicorns, how we got Jeff Hardy yeah. 
Jeff Hardy again out of nowhere this past week. It's because he's a fan favorite. He's going to put yep. quote, butts in the seats, you know, kids, kids cheering. And Kofi's one of those things where like the kids love him. See-through shirts and spandex arm sleeves <laughs> everywhere. Uh, it'll it be fun. It was fun. And after yeah. that, Raw kind of took the, the descent down. Okay. Quick. So the final segment. Yeah. Alexis Playground with Shayna mm. Baszler. Now, um, it was silly. Of course it was. However, what I liked the most about it was that they gave Baszler something to do other than beat up Reggie and look mean. She got to do some stuff, and I really enjoyed that. I think that it – who knows where it's going to go next. But – and honestly, Alexa, I don't know – I don't know where any of this goes. But I just feel that it gave her something more to do than what she's been doing since she bit Becky Lynch <clears throat> on the neck when she showed up day one. Um, Brian, thoughts on the Alexa's Playground segment? Yeah, in a box by itself, it's not great. Um, I'm reserving my judgment until next week because okay. I'm, I'm hoping, like, what if Shayna becomes Lily, you know? Like, maybe Ooh, maybe that's okay. an angle that, like, she becomes abducted and comes out in all this outfit and everything else. Shayna already wears, like, the big black, you know, eyeliner or whatever. So, like, if that happens, then I go, okay, that was a little silly <laughs> and, and, and bizarre, but now we're getting somewhere. But, no, if she comes out the next Monday, the same old Shayna, and just says, like, you know, Naya, I'm good. Well, you know, can we beat up Tamina this week? Then, yeah, then I'll go, wow, that really, really sucked. Uh, uh, our, our dear friend Joseph, he did message me, and, and he wants the key back. Oh. We'll see where this takes us. There you go, man. Good luck. Good, Joe. Unlock the mouth. Begin Nothing to speak. good happens <laughs> when there's mirrors involved in wrestling segments. It started back in 98 when the Ultimate Warrior showed up in Hulk Hogan's mirror on Nitro. <laughs> this segment, like ever since WrestleMania, Alexa Bliss has been the worst character on Raw every week. And now... She with the stupid Lily and now Shayna Baszler. Here's the only I'm going to be positive about this. At least she's not with Naya during this whole thing. So now Shayna can go back on her own. There's my positive. The negative Alexa Bliss is ruined right now. She's ruined. Joe, she's 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 ruined product. Joe hates raw. Negative. I'm not. uh, I was being positive. I said at least Shayna's now on her own. That's the positive of it. The negative is (laughs) Alexa Bliss is a terrible character now. She is. It's awful. The the way I see it is that it's entertainment. It's fun. It's not supposed to. Not everything needs to make sense. I mean, (laughs) it has to be entertaining. It's in the title of the company. And I thought it was entertainment. I thought it was entertaining. Because they gave her something different and we saw another side, I thought it was very entertaining. And, uh, yeah, I am waiting to see what happens next week, what the continuation is. It would be interesting to see Shayna Baszler with blonde pigtails and, like, overalls 
it, it, it would be interesting, but uh, I guess uh, time will tell. Now, Brian, uh, much like last week, I did not watch NXT this week, and we're going to let you run through NXT TV and get through the In Your House preview. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. This was the, the go home show for in your house this Sunday on the WWE network on Peacock. I feel like it's a bit under the radar. Um, you know, maybe it's summertime crowd, you know, there's so much hype about the crowds coming back that there's not a lot of hype for this. So Wednesday's show was fine. It kind of, you know, did the final putting in the place of what's going to happen on Sunday. Uh, EO Shirai is back. She came back. She helped Poppy uh, from Candace. So that's good. She's one of my favorites, as you guys know. Um, we had a couple of big setups. Uh, so Legato de Fantasma with Santos Escobar taking on Bronson Reed and MSK in a winner take all six oh, okay. man match. So that's fun. I like so, that. I like yeah. That. Bronson, MSK, North American champ, tag champ. So winner that take all. That doesn't happen very often, at no. least like from what I can remember. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool stipulation. I like that. So we'll have that. And then the absolute highlight was the setting up of the ladder match for, <laughs> I know, a personal favorite of your, Jace, the million dollar uh, championship. I, so I did watch that. I did. Yeah. I looked that up because, yeah. of course, I love Ted DiBiase. I love LA Knight. And Cameron Grimes is uh, growing, much like the Walter uh, legend yeah. with he, on this show. He was so the the, the lead in of them <laughs> walking into the arena. He had a line. I rewatched it like five times because it killed me so much. And L.A. Knight is so good with his jabs. Right, they're they're, they're jabbing back and forth about <laughs> you're rich, you're poor, and L.A. Knight goes to Grimes, "You're the only rich guy who lives under a bridge." I'm so rich. I live under two of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I live under two bridges. And, and nice looking at it like, what the? I laugh my head off of that line. So that's I great. Wonder, I, I wonder if that's written. I, by, I don't know. It's so or good. That's whatever just it is. Freestyle. Because yeah. that's good. That, that, that's good shit. That's such but, good shit. But Brian, Go ahead, you, you have to touch on leading up to them even, you know, having those interactions where those vignettes, each of them had. Yeah. That led to them, you know, with Ted in the ring. It was gold. Yeah. It was gold every those, week. Those were great. Gold. They were both flaunting their wealth, and Grimes is so over the top silly where he's getting a massage and then he ends up switching with the model yes. girl, you know, to do that. So <laughs> it's great. Um, I'm, I'm loving that feud. So um, why don't we do some quick predictions? It's a five match card. Um, the, the two women's matches I feel are pretty telegraphed, but you guys can speak up if you feel differently. You've got Mercedes Martinez versus Zaya Lee and the women's championship match is Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember. Anybody feel differently besides Raquel and Zaya winning seems pretty obvious to me. Yeah. I think the Zaya Lee Mercedes match potentially could be the pre-show match. Yeah. Um, I don't, Oh, actually I don't even recall if NXT has pre-show matches, but oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious who is going to yeah. win there. Raquel just won the belt. And if they want to make her to be like diesel, they can't have her lose the belt this quick. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. So winner take all match we talked about, uh, Kevin, why don't you, uh, share a thought on that one? Uh, MSK, uh, is going, is going to shine Reed 
and I loved how uh, they kept on showing him, you know, doing his belly chest. <laughs> and then, and then another screen, another screen, another screen. He's, he reminds me of earthquake, just a, some more smaller compact, like movable guy who can go in the ring and, and he's not bad on the mic. He's very, very enjoyable. I think, I think those guys, it's going to be a great match. Could be match of the night, to be honest. Uh, just with how much high flying there's going to be, but I think think the champs all all take home their belts. Jay, the million dollar championship, perfect. Oh. favorite one of yours. Who you uh, got? I honestly don't know. I really feel like it's L.A. Knight. I you know, too. I think that he Same needs here. it. I think he needs Ooh. it to get over a little more. I think Cameron Grimes has got himself over. Three months ago, I didn't give a shit about Cameron Grimes and his stupid hat. Like, now <laughs> I'm entertained. It's fun, and yeah. uh, I feel like it has to be L.A. Knight. Um, if not, who knows where the hell it's going to go from there. Yeah, with- I, I think so. I mean, the million-dollar title, it's always been associated with with heels. You know, it's always been Ted or even Austin when he first came in, right? So I don't think Grimes for needs Virgil. it. Virgil. Yeah. Oh God. W- okay. Okay. WWE superstar Virgil had it Ta- at one point. Yep. I take it back. You're right. Good call. Oh, Good I should have wore my Virgil shirt tonight. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I'm, the, I'm, the, okay. I'm the one left out though. Cause I think Grimes is going to win it. Okay. All right. I, I'm, I'm going with LA Knight. I think, I think somehow I they're going to stick together. Maybe it's like a million dollar corporation or something, but those guys are going to be tied to the hip for a while. But I think Grimes, he, he's hot. Red hot. Dummy. Okay. Dummy. <laughs> yeah. Dummy. Yeah. So, the title match. Five way. Cross. Christ. Cole. Dunn. Gargano. And O'Reilly. Cer- certainly there was uh, momentum for Adam Cole this week and with the return two weeks. Who are you guys taking? And I'm, I'm just going to go simple. You, you taking Cross or the field? No, with Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cross. I don't I do find too. any of those guys believable to beat. And him. that's the sad thing. They're the main eventers. They're the top guys in NXT, but cross looks like a main roster talent. But sadly, if he would go to the main roster, he would just get lost. He'd get lost mm-hmm. in the shuffle. It's, here's what I was thinking. Is this a setup for the return of Keith Lee to NXT to face cross? Hmm. That's that's who put um that's who put Keith to the main roster, right? Cross defeated Lee as yep. champion, and then Lee went to Raw. It's interesting. Okay, yeah. All right. I didn't even think of that. that. Because there's no one else on the NXT roster. They the entire main event is in this match, which is like <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. yeah. But is this a setup for someone to come back to NXT? Someone from I mean, the I past. said a, I said a couple weeks ago. I feel like Samoa Joe would be ideal to go with Cross, but who knows where the hell he's going to end up, if anywhere. Um, good, good guess with Keith Lee. I mean, Balor hasn't been back since he lost, right? No. Mm-mm. So maybe he confronts whoever wins. Um, <clears throat> you I know, they're giving him the summer off, and he's going to be drafted to. Raw or SmackDown and all. Yeah, I I don't know. I I hope I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. So NXT in your house coming uh, this Sunday. You know, I actually forgot it was happening, uh, Brian, until you had texted me earlier today. 
So uh, did anybody watch the Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul boxing match last week? You did. Did you I pay did. for it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you watched it. So you what, a, what am I, Cameron Grimes? I live in, uh, under one bridge, not two. Uh, okay, so uh, it was a shit show disaster. I did not watch it. And normally I don't even acknowledge these things, but I could not figure out a five count topic this week. So let's get into the five count. That wrestling podcast presents the five count. Oh, I guess Kevin earned his pecker head of the week uh, crown because he wasn't ready for the five count. So he's gone. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What the fuck? So anyway, you pick a wrestler. And then you pick somebody outside of wrestling to be in a match with that first wrestler. Um, you know, the Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather. I mean, when, when the dollar amounts that are made are made, is it really a disaster? Eh, I guess it depends who you talk to. So uh, I'll go first. This week, uh, I was driving home from work. And uh, I had seen, you know, when you get a text or a, a tweet or a notification, all I saw was AOP. And I'm like, this is awesome. I can't fucking wait. I, and I'm like, but I got to be responsible. I'm on the highway. So I voice text to the gang. Hey, can somebody see what's going on with AOP? And then uh, somebody wrote back, oh, they're just retired. I was so excited to see and hear that AOP was coming back. So they are my first pick for number five. And uh, they're in a two-on-one handicap match against Sean Ross Sapp. From Fightful. Oh, I was so, so excited because I thought maybe there was a return coming and uh, there wasn't. Now, of course, uh, a few hours later, one of the guys from AOP wrote, posted a picture from a few years ago saying, We're not done, bitches. Uh, But AOP versus Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful is my number five. Uh, Number four, uh, Roman Reigns against Jason Momoa. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good, a good one. That's because I want to see if Jimmy Smith will mix them up. You know, that's <laughs> what I'm waiting on. Uh, number three, the real WrestleMania backlash that we deserve: Sami Zayn against Logan Paul. We all know what happened at Mania. That's the that's my number three. Number two, um, of course. I, I mean, it's back in the Attitude Era. Um, I would have loved to have seen Vince McMahon against Eric Bischoff. Uh, you know, I know they're both in wrestling, so that kind of defeats the purpose of this uh, five count. If we're going to do that, then I want to see Vince McMahon against Dana White or Adam Silver from the NBA Commission. <laughs> Could be a fun one. And uh, number one, real life beef. I want to see it. Chris Jericho against Sebastian Bach. Oh, yeah, they do. They went at it on Twitter about singing and hitting all this stuff. Um, That is my five count. Brian, you are next. Great job. You you gave it a little more thought than I did. But like, I, <laughs> way, more, way more than me. <laughs> yeah, but but no, those are those are great, and I think mine at least have some threads that I think you guys will see what works. So I I kept my my choices to athletes. I just tried to make that connection first. So my number five is Amanda Nunez, the UFC on most unbeatable woman of all time. 
versus Sasha Banks. So Amanda comes in, she's got the rep, you know, now you got a, a, a badass boss and Sasha to have a good match there. Number four, Connor McGregor. Connor, he's not the biggest of guys, so I'm not going to put him in with like a Roman or, you know, a big show in AEW or something, but he's hell of a good trash talker. So I'm going to put him against The Miz because you know how Ooh. Miz, Miz, is, right. gr- Miz is great on Mike. He's not too big, so it doesn't look like it's a bad mismatch. And Miz obviously knows how to work with celebrities. So that's a perfect one. Uh, my number three, LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James versus Roman. That's just, nice. you know. Well, nice. I get one. Yeah, so there, there you go. I mean, LeBron's an icon. Roman is, is getting there right now. So that's that's a match there. My number two, I think, would be a fun one. Um, he's had a little bit of a connection in the wrestling world uh, about a week or so ago. Joel Embiid taking <laughs> on... <laughs> Brock Lesnar. So jo- jo- Joel's wow, big. You, you, Brock's You want big. him to die. Yeah. You want Joel to die. I, I like it. And then my number one, and I would I would love to see this match because this person I'm gonna say, if if she put her mind to it, she could do some incredible things because she is doing things in her sport that has never been done before. I'm going with U.S. gymnast Simone Biles versus Bianca Belair. You see Simone Biles do like on the horse where she's doing like seven flips at a time. You put her in hell in a cell. She's going to go off the cell and do like a 980 (laughs) and land on Bianca. And Bianca's obviously incredible. Um, Simone reminds me, you know, when you see, uh, Casey Catanzaro in uh, NXT, how she's like so bendy and like so agility. I think she'd be just like that, if not better. So that's that's my number one. Uh, that's good. I, yeah. I don't think we'll ever hear a Simone Biles reference on this <laughs> no. show ever again. <laughs> one and I know we're in week eleven right now, but uh, I don't think we'll hear that for another uh, hundred and eleven shows. Uh, Joe, let's hear your five count. Wow, I didn't put anywhere near as much as you did, except for one. All right. And it's my number five. Okay. The head of the table versus the king. LeBron James versus Roman Reigns. I would like to, I, I would actually like to see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that it's like the back and forth with it. It's like each one thinks way higher themselves than they really are. And that's where it would work. Number four. It involves Roman Reigns again, but he's not wrestling. He's at ringside. Jey Uso with Roman Reigns at ringside versus Kevin Hart with Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> at ringside. That's fun. That's got much more fun than their, I ever put it we to. We got it. each of their the right-hand mans going against each other. And plus, Kevin Hart, he's short, like really short, like 5'2", but he's a big guy. So it would be somewhat believable to see it. Number three, I was thinking Conor McGregor again, but I went with my fellow Irishman, Conor versus Finn. Oh, that's good. Yep. That's okay. a good connection. Or Seamus, you could throw in there or too. Right? Yeah. I, I think Conor and Finn would, or Becky work, Lynch. Way, or would work mm-hmm. way better. All right. Number two is a strange one because they're both hated in their field. King Corbin. Versus Draymond Green. 
Draymond is I, I, I like he's a fellow Spartan. I right. love Draymond Green, but he's like the he's like the this generation's Rashid Wallace of the NBA. He's just hated so much. And Corbin, we all know how I feel about it, but I think both of them would work so well together in one of these uh, stupid matches that Jason said we had to do. <laughs> Again, you guys put more you. thought into it. No, you put. I thought you both did great. And now my number one is basically what I'm calling a nerd fight. Tony Khan versus Mark Zuckerberg. I just want to see it. <laughs> I just want to see it. No, no rhyme or reason. I want to see those two have a slap fight in the middle of the ring. That's funny. In front so, of the GCW universe. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, true, true story here, you know, behind the curtain. I didn't know what topic to come up with, and I didn't want to be generic. And I just thought, okay, let's just play off of this boxing match. And uh, it actually went better than I thought. Like these choices were much better than I thought. Um, Brian, you said you put a lot of that. I think you did a much better job than either one, the other two. Uh, but yeah, that was a fun one. And that was this week's five count. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. So last week, uh, let me rephrase that. Two weeks ago, I won won uh promo mania we still haven't figured that out do you win do you lose whatever due to life and a hectic schedule i was able unable to produce my promo on man buns last week so here we are i got the grace period i, I earned peckerhead of the week last week i gave it to kevin this week and now here is my promo on Man Buns, Brian, hit the video. If you were here two weeks ago, you know what's about to happen. You weren't here? Let's go to the tape. Jason. Yeah! Right. Bring it! Bring it! Let's go! Jason, your categories could include apples, vanity plates, birds... Oh, I no. hope it's birds or <laughs> oh, man yeah, buns. there's some history there. That's a blood feed. All right, here we go. Let's spin uh, the wheel. What is Jason talking about next week? I'll give you my Larry Bird jersey if it's birds. <laughs> oh, man oh, buns. Oh. <laughs> so now I have to cut a promo on man buns. Man bun, we've had a five-year run. Oh, man. I look good with a man bun. Do you want to touch my man bun? <laughs> Don't be jealous of my man bun. Man plus bun equals fun. <laughs> man plus no bun equals no one. Thankfully... I have a pretty big one. All the girls want to see my man bun. So man bun, it's been five years. Oh my. And uh, while I'm a fan, I think maybe it's time we go our separate ways. No way! <gasps> uh, oh, Is that why oh. you're wearing the hat? 
You'll never know. What? No, you <laughs> what a cliffhanger. The Way lights better than Sheena and uh, Alexa. <laughs> said, the, the lights went out, and we have to tune in next week to find out what happened. What, what so, soap opera theme song was that for? I don't know. Um, I, I was so a, a true story. You know, off off the show. You know, you know, you guys know what I've been dealing with the last couple of weeks, and I forgot what I did on that video. I had that done like a week ago. Like last Friday, like after we got the show done, uh, I, I got it done. And I really just had been so drained. I didn't even remember that until seeing it. Um, I, I, you know, I just was like trying to be dramatic. I had this really big, like, I want to do this like theatrical, like, like, uh, not theatrical, like, uh, like a musical version. I found this song I was going to like do a lip dub to, but that's my promo on Man Buns. Very dramatic. Did I cut it off? Eh, you'll, you'll never know. It's kind of like uh, the guy that works for ESPN. Oh, it's John. Oh, Clayton. John Clayton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, so. But you never knew because it was yeah. pulled back and tucked into oh, his sweatshirt. I, I actually saw him at the Super Bowl, and okay. when I saw him first time in person and saw that, I'm like, "What? Are you uh, kidding? What, do you have that?" And then they showed the commercial, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's real." Yeah. So uh, that is promo mania for this week. Now, Kevin's not here. So, and Joe, you've got some stuff coming up. So we're going to put promo mania on ice for a week or two until we can all be back on the show together. Okay. So uh, I think it's just fair. I don't want you to win. And then we have to wait a couple weeks. So uh, promo mania will take a break. Uh, if you are looking for another podcast to listen to after you get done with this one, Check out Oral Sessions this week with Renee Paquette. She had Tommy End, uh, formerly known as Alistair Black, and he dipped into everything, creative, plans, things that happened, things that didn't happen, things that were supposed to happen. It was a great interview. It's uh, on an audio version, and it's on her YouTube channel, the whole 50 minutes. And if you are looking for a great um, podcast, that's one to listen to. And, you know, she's about to pop any day now, you know, and have that kid. So she's got some guest hosts lined up, including a relationship advice episode hosted by John Moxley. I cannot wait for that one. Oh, uh, Brian, <laughs> Joe, thanks for uh, being part of the show. Kevin, thanks for running. You peck her head. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, hanging out this week with us. We will talk to you next week on That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow That WrestlePod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it! <laughs>